2: To the first episode of a new season of Zone Time, season four of the great show. I'm Julian. That's crazy. Omar's here. Yeah. Sam, I know it's crazy too, and Avery's here as well. It's crazy. It, this is the fourth season of the show. Uh, mm-hmm. Yahoo keeps bringing us back, and we love doing this show. Thank God we get to do this show, man. I look forward to doing this every week. It's it's crazy that we keep doing this
1: yeah it, it's it's so sick literally like the entire off season when all these things were happening i'm like ah oh, i wish i wish own time was coming up and even like julian you were getting some tweets on 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 twitter i'm calling it twitter um where it's saying people were saying like oh like when 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 is when his own time coming back so like it's nice to see that like it's not just like us as excited but like mm-hmm. the fan fans i don't know i don't know i don't know is that, is that pretentious to say fans, no, fans, like, fans audience yeah. fans, The, yeah.
3: Audience?
1: <laughs> the yeah.
2: audience yeah
3: friends
2: Yes. Uh, don't forget the haters mm. too, because uh the haters love hey, look, the haters won't admit it. The haters love to watch us. This is true.
1: This is true. I've muted told that we and tell us we know nothing about hockey. But hey Sam, you don't you, mute
2: them all. You dunk on them. Yeah.
3: I've muted a lot of people in the last six months. I can Not now many,
2: like... Like, like like a ballpark.
3: Sam yeah, I'm gonna luck. I'm gonna luck. Oh my god, you're oh, gonna well,
2: actually count. this. Why you tell No, count, there, no it, there, there.
3: it tells you. It just t- it tells you. I when know. Sam,
2: well, as Sam counts this, can we address the pimp cane in the room? <laughs> I was
4: gonna say the haters, I was gonna say the haters on zone time, they hit on us for zero dollars while we appear to hockey and get paid
1: to do it for Yahoo!
2: Okay, right. also, <laughs> I should acknowledge the fact I don't know if I'm gonna get in trouble for saying, uh, oh. d- describing cane the way that I did, but Avery has a cane on camera. Um, I'll say this. <laughs> You are, you know, there has been a lot of stuff that has taken place from the last episode, which was what, like July, like around the draft yeah. to now. Mm-hmm. And just like you, Omar, just like everyone else on the show, I wish there were times where I was just like, you know what, man? This, this situation is going on. We should be able to talk about this. And Let's get this out the way now. Yeah. Yes. Let's get this out the way now. Let's just take a moment and talk about stuff for a couple minutes because I know there's other stuff we got to get to. But, like, Mm -hmm. let's just bring up some of the biggest stories that have happened from, like, July to now that we all wish we could have talked about. Why is Mike Babcock at the top of the list?
1: (laughs) Okay, I'm going to – I'm choosing to go on on a different level for this because obviously – You want to go on a
2: different level? You want me to take Mike Babcock? What are you doing for this?
1: No, no, no. Hear hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. out. Because the the whole thing has been talked about, like, for for, for so much. I think – the the f- most interesting thing to come out of that was Darren Dreger versus Nasher. That was oh. the f- one of the funniest Twitter Twitter interactions I've ever seen, because I think Nasher was like you know pretty much like like the the uh, the concept of you know maybe Babcock might get fired or maybe you not maybe you won so it was a little like ambiguous as to what was going on. And then Nasher quote tweeted Dreger pretty much saying, you know, like this is like an irrelevant tweet, like like, like nothing really really being shown. And then Darren Dreger took it upon himself to reply, no, your tweets are (laughs) relevant because it's actually something worth we're talking about. That was the wildest thing. Like of of all the stuff, like obviously again the seriousness of it, it, it's stupid, it's crazy, and you know Julian, you 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 said it perfectly, you know, in our group chat. Like Babcock ruined a second opportunity, probably should have gotten in the first place. But that Dreger versus Nasher was something I never saw coming,
2: and that was a hilarious moment for me. You know, no, I think about it, that beef kind of came and went. That was because we yeah. were so God. we were so caught up on the fact that. Like Mike, Bab- the fact that Mike Babcock got a chance to coach the Columbus boot jackets was wild enough in itself. Mm. And then it got to a point where he was taking players' phones and looking through them and asking, like, the fact that it got to that point, we were all trying to figure out, like, why is this happening? And also the fact of, of we have to acknowledge who the information came from. We were all acknowledging the fact, like, Paul Bissonnette bringing this up. How do we feel about this? It- Everything was just really weird about that entire situation. To the point where Dreger and Nasher, for me, like I like that that was something I saw on Twitter, and I was just like, "That's just that's just weird." I need to figure out what the hell else is going on. Like I I did not have enough time. I did not have enough in my brain to properly process that. Also, as someone who does a podcast with an insider, I don't know how I feel about like I don't know if I could have responsively sided with Nasher on this one, and then maybe have lost like. The keys to the insider fraternity. I don't know if mm-hmm. I could have done that. <laughs> I don't want yeah. Pierre LeBron calling me and be like, What are you doing? <laughs> yeah. Pierre Lebrun. But wild. uh no, that that situation was really weird. We we should be talking about Would he call Mike you or Babcock.
3: would he be too busy writing another Mike Bobcock puff piece? Oh no, 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 no,
2: no, no. No, no, no. You walked, walked that. into that one. You, on on <laughs> you this. walked don't into that me. one. Y'all, y'all. Don't the show, <laughs> she she the don't stop the, the camera!
1: <laughs> uh, for those who are who are only listening, uh, Julian Ooh. has. has... <laughs> Julian's I, you know, gone. Usually,
4: Julian's the person who walks off camera is me, not Julian.
1: <laughs> uh, no, no, Julian got me to walk off that one. It was time. right
3: <laughs> there. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm
2: not. Uh, no, you guys want to go <laughs> in on on that piece? That's you. I'm not doing that. No, sir, not me. Um, that being said, though. Mike Babcock getting that opportunity to coach and fumbling the bag before training camp even begins. <laughs> Not even one game.
3: Oh, sorry, man.
2: 78 days.
1: Sorry, 78 days
3: longer? from the yep. day he was hired until the day he was fired. It's just six days longer than Kim Kardashian and Chris Humphreys were married. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's a wild stat.
3: Dude, when I looked <laughs> that up, I was like, I was like, please let it be shorter. Please let it be shorter. And it was so close.
2: Uh,
3: it was it so was close.
1: So
2: like, Damn, man. Avery, like, go ahead on this.
4: At some, he didn't even get to a rookie camp game. He coached not a single game, not a single practice as a member of the Blue Jacket. Like that is that is hard to do to miss with that badly. To fumble the ball on the one-yard line, like that. It's impressive to mess up that badly. It's really that impressive.
2: <laughs> no,
1: I uh, need a point blank interview on Patrick Line. Honesty, how do you feel about this? Because I guarantee Patrick Line was the happiest person alive that day. You
2: know what's funny? Oh, Sam, yeah. you go ahead. You you, you say
1: something. Uh, I was else.
3: gonna. I was gonna say. I thought it was interesting. I mean, like, first of all, I was ultimately impressed that the PA did their ended job. Up yeah, same. Doing their job, like. <laughs> Marty Walsh may be the first competent PA head they've had in a long time. Um, mm-hmm. But I thought, like, even, even the way it first started playing out when people were like, well, Boone Jenner and Johnny Goudreau said it was fine. I was like, well, yeah, he's not going to be – they're not the guys he's going to be targeting off the bat. Like, obviously, it was going to be younger, less less powerful players – who mm-hmm. were going to be the target like it was astonishing that after the last three years people still just led with whoa these two guys said it was fine so it's gonna be great guys <laughs> no story here like really you just didn't just didn't learn anything from the last few years no no <laughs> yeah not
2: no, it, 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 we were very close to letting that go as is. Because the, remember, there was a statement from like the team and, and the league considered it a non-issue. We were very close to this being a non-issue and Mike Bobcock getting to still coach. But also, um, I'll say this. You mentioned Patrick Line. The only time we got to hear from Patrick Line was after this all unfolded. And I, I'll be honest, I completely forgot he was on that team. I completely forgot he was a Columbus Blue Jacket. And mm-hmm. I should have thought the whole time Hmm. What does Patrick Line think about all of this? <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, Maybe he would have been fine. I'm just, I just for myself, I would have loved to have known uh, how Patrick Line felt about all this. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I'm I'm glad that we were able to touch on that topic in some way. Uh, one other topic that pretty much unfolded like almost immediately after we finished, uh, was was Kyle Dubas going to Pittsburgh? I don't think we got to touch up on that. Like, I, I know there was an episode where I was like, I would love to see Kyle Dubas go to Ottawa. That did not happen. Uh, he ends I up going think... to Pittsburgh everything that that didn't happen why him going to ottawa would have been fun what's the what's the problem stop with it. going to ottawa stop stop it stop there's it. Stop no stop problem it. he would have you, he you... would have been able to be in charge okay. of his boyhood team there's nothing wrong with it there's no rival team he has to worry about that why why are oh you doing God. this already <laughs> what Why? oh listen oh you know, okay. you know... <laughs> go ahead avery go ahead,
1: you know,
2: go ahead avery you know
1: what would have been funnier
2: what
4: kyle dubis goes not to ottawa not to Pittsburgh. We see a car crossing the Ontario Quebec border. And no, Kyle that's Dubis not no.
2: ends up Stop.
4: ends up in the Montreal Canadian organization.
2: No, that, that would have been never have happened. That's would've okay. All right. Now we're getting crazy here. That's not, I don't that know. I think happened. See, see
1: see here's the thing. Here's the thing. And now I'm gonna say it. So, so I think Kyle Dubis in spirit is already there. In Ottawa, why? Have you checked out Ottawa's cap friendly lately? Because the Ottawa Senators are having cap issues, despite having having not made the playoffs since 2017. They can't sign Shane Pinto. I mean, now yeah, their core is great, but they're already having cap troubles now. And all the Sens fans are doing the same thing they did last year after the De DeBrincat after the De Brinkat trade. Oh, Ottawa's gonna make the playoffs and they're better than the Leafs. And then what happened? Now the same fans are coming up and saying the same thing. Oh, Ottawa's gonna Ottawa has has a, has a better team right now than the Leafs right now. I'm like, oh okay, okay, cool, awesome, sweet. So 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 we haven't learned anything. That's fine. That's cool. That's great. You know what? I I am so looking forward. I've never usually I don't pay too much attention to like other teams like in depth, but I'm gonna. But the Sens are gonna be a fascinating team right now. Can we talk about the Canucks, please, Sam?
2: Yeah, uh, Sam. Can do you? So we do these. We do for those who haven't caught on yet. We do these recordings on Zoom, and there's a little chat function where sometimes we like to slip in some fun stuff. Sam, would you like to share with everyone what you just wrote in the chat?
3: I said, I said they still have more cap space in the Vancouver Canucks. There that's,
1: we go. That's
2: <laughs> actually
3: crazy.
1: Can we oh. can we talk about poor Quentin Hughes? Why would they yep, do this? That's then? another did thing we, we did see? get
2: to talk about. Ch- why, why
3: would they? do That, that is that actually thing? one of the better decisions this franchise has made in the last ten years.
2: Really, mm, really? I think so. Why? Okay, because I don't. I I well, you know better than me. Why is that mm-hmm. a better decision than like you know figuring out what you're doing with Elias Patterson, signing him, and making him captain?
3: I think that in the last year, Quinn Hughes has clearly taken it upon himself to be more of the face and voice of the team. Like anytime they've had to deal with any issues, anytime they've had to answer questions about social issues, he's the one actually speaking about it and actually doing a pretty Mm -hmm. good job. Um, And I think he maybe handles that role better than... Elias Patterson does not that not that I think Patterson couldn't do it I think he just doesn't want to maybe he also uh you know I think if you need someone in your core to be the captain you probably want the guy who signed the long-term contract and not the guy who's still not signing an extension
2: that is true so so not to lock those people up
3: Miller
4: as, J. T Miller, Miller as oh. captain would be ridiculous if that were if that happened that would have been it
3: would be divisive right like you'd either have mm-hmm. the people who were like yes he was he's the greatest player the Canucks have ever had and he would be a great captain and love that he yells at people and slams his stick whatever and then you'd have everyone else who's like that was one of the worst trades of all time he is not a great leader for yelling at people and uh he doesn't play defense
2: but I mean, I'll say this: If he's JT Miller was, he's very polarized. Yeah. Is he more polarizing than the one captain the Vancouver Canucks did not acknowledge when it came time to uh, announce uh, Quinn Hughes?
3: Mark Messier isn't polarizing at all. Canucks fans are very united on Mark Messier. It's like the only thing in the entire world that Canucks fans can agree on.
2: That's it, it's so funny how true that is. I was so funny. Oh. They put up that damn graphic. And people will literally
3: every, people will fight oh, about man. whether or not Roberto Luongo should be. Ring of Honor or retired mm. jersey. People will argue about whether or not Roberto Long was better than Kirk McLean or not. People will argue about whether or not Trevor Linden's jersey should be retired and like what his legacy is. But people will not argue about the fact that Mark Messier was <laughs> hands down the worst captain in Canuck franchise history. Bro, the, the fact that you didn't even Canuck celebrate
2: fans. him is hilarious. That I if I hope you know. If if we were on when we noticed that graphic, that would have been 15 minutes of material on its own. That's sure. 15 minutes. For oh, my sure. God.
3: It oh was my God. in that they would have been absolutely shredded online.
2: It, it's just
4: so funny how Mark Messier in two markets, Edmonton and in New York, this man can do no wrong. But in Vancouver, they don't even acknowledge who they were the captain there. It's very funny. Yeah.
3: <laughs> he sued them after he went back to the Rangers. Man, he, he
4: sued, sued them. <laughs> I remember that law. I recall <laughs> he that. He yeah. I, re- I remember that lawsuit. Yep, I remember that. <laughs> how do
2: how do Vancouverites feel about Lay's chips in light of Mark Messier? Do they like not eat those because he advertised for them for the longest? Just world? like on on principle,
1: People eat
3: Lay's chips. Or in BC,
2: you don't, you don't.
3: <laughs> Those chips are fine, the, the I mean, old fashioned, they're, is... they're fine, but like, if you were gonna rank brands of chips, I mean, you could I eat, eat one, one brand chips. of chips. Like, are you gonna pick Lays?
2: I mean, I don't know. I think, I think it's okay. Mm. It's like the old fashioned barbecue ones and the um, yeah, the ketchup ones are really good, they are, they're good, but. Okay, fine. To your um, point, fine. You like I, I'd probably pick like Doritos or something. You're, you, you. Mm. Point made. Fine. Okay. Uh, mm. uh, one other thing we did not get to talk about, and then we'll get to actual stuff we could talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, Austin Matthews signing. Uh, the long national nightmare is over for the Toronto Maple Leafs, and uh, there's no other player that they have to wait on and sign. Man,
1: can you not <laughs> let me be happy for
2: like one minute, please?
1: <laughs> Dang it. <laughs> I oh I literally forgot Neil you're still inside a deal. <laughs> well like I don't know like like at this point he's probably, like, probably going to sign in like February or something or like December, I don't know. I think it'll be fine, I think. Like I don't know. Like I don't know. I I think I think maybe I spent so much time like talking about it. Now I'm like, eh it's going to happen." And if not, then we'll, we'll cross that bridge when we get to it. But as far as the Matthews deal, I like it. I think it's fine. I think it's, I think, again, it helps that we all knew it wasn't going to be long-term anyway. And also, and this could be something that we, that we kind of follow as the season goes on is like, we you know we have Matthew signing for four years. We see Trevor, Trevor is signing a three-year deal as well. And like the big talk has been like, are we moving towards a point where like players are now going to sign like shorter term deals to, you know, have ahead of the, ahead of the salary cap bump? Now, some people will say, well, Zegers was going to get a bridge anyway, I don't know about that one. Like, maybe sure, but like, you know, he got a three year, he got this three year, I guess it was like a five point, five something, a five something um cap hit off a 65 point season. Now, if you yeah, want him 5. to get 7, better 5, over up. if you want him to get better over the course of that deal, then okay, by the end of it, and you know, he would ends up becoming like a 30 goal scorer number one center, then like okay, you're probably giving him what like eight or nine. Now, if the cap jumps to like jumps by like six or seven million by then. Maybe it's more. I don't know. Um, so yeah, back to Matthews. I like it. I think it's fine. Nealander. I hope you sign, please. And um, yeah, I think I, I think I, I think I'm I'm even keeled. I'm I'm chill for now. It's
2: cool. It's the most even keel I've ever heard you sound about a Leafs topic. Well, the Leafs haven't yeah. started
1: playing yet, so you know
2: there's still time. is about still a, time. about a week away from that, my man.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I <laughs> I I you know what you know what I love. And, and and this is a bit, a bit of a tease. Of what we're going to talk about later. I love the the Leafs. The Leafs are now free to dominate the Atlantic Division. Takes. I, I I it it is fueling me because it's like, have we not learned from past? Have have we not learned about what happens when we doubt Tampa or what happens when we say that Boston's going to take a step back? H- have we not learned people that that in hockey, things that should make sense don't. Exhibit A, the Toronto Maple Leafs. I don't need any other context. That's it. That's just the answer. Right there. So, you know, I, I think it'll be a fascinating year. I think I'm I'm very interested to see how the team plays, but by no means is anything in the Atlantic in the Atlantic given or or written in stone or anything, because I think this is going to be a, a
2: very interesting season for a lot of teams, including the Leafs. Yeah. Uh, I can't wait for uh, that the NHL season to start in a couple of days. I can't wait to see how the seasons go for all of the teams in our respective markets. Uh, what, four markets represent here between Calgary, Toronto, Vancouver, Edmonton? That's going to be fun. I can't wait for that. One team I'm very intrigued about, and uh, I don't have the date in front of me about when uh, Toronto and Pittsburgh are going to play, but the Pittsburgh oh. Penguins are a team I'm very interested in. Uh, We mentioned how Kyle Dubas joined in the offseason. One other story we didn't talk about. Eric Carlson decided to, well, through trade, join the Pittsburgh Penguins. And I wonder if they're a playoff team. Is this a good team? It's basically Sidney Crosby, Evgeny Malkin, Chris Letang, Eric Carlson, and hopefully a healthy Tristan Jerry. That's that's. I mean, there are Pittsburgh Penguins fans who could probably go into our mentions and be like, oh, you're forgetting about insert player here. But even I'm sure those fans are looking at that team and wondering, is this a really good team? Because we know it's cup or bust. We know goaltending has let them down. But how do we feel about this? We'll go around the table with this. Avery, I know we'll start with you, then we'll go around. But think of this Pittsburgh Penguins team. Are they a playoff team? Let's discuss this. I
4: definitely think so. I mean, you don't trade for Eric Carlson to be a lottery team. You don't trade for Eric Carlson to be a, a rebuilding team. And yes, that's an older, it's an older Corey mentioned, the guys like Malkin, Latang, Crosby, I of course, relies on Tristan Jerry being healthy. But the Penguins are always going to have enough weapons to always be in playoff consideration. There's never going to be a team that's going to fall off the cliff and be a 70-point team one year. They're always going to be in the mix. I do feel like they're going to find a way to bounce back and get into a playoff spot in Eastern Conference once again. They're not going to be down for very long, I don't think. It, even though this is probably one of the older teams in all the NHL.
2: I mean, are they better than the Hurricanes? No. Are they better than the Devils? I don't know. Are they better than the Rangers? I don't know either. They don't have better goaltending than the Rangers, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. That's three teams mm-hmm. already in that division that they have to find a way to be better than. Maybe the Pittsburgh got their yeah. best. Even then, like, I I, I, can't. I tried to trust their goaltending. I can't do it. I've been burned in the past on the show, on other Yahoo platforms. I have been burned by the Pittsburgh Penguins specifically with their goaltending. And I don't know if I could trust them. I really don't do know. How many, but do you see how many times we've talked
1: about goaltending? Like, the yes. word has come up like at least five times so far. And that's what it comes yes. down to. One, because it's needed. And two, because of the contract, right? I think it's like, what, 5.4? For like five years or something like that. So it's not just like if Tristan is good, he has to be good. Mm-hmm. Like point blank, he has to be good. If he's not, then they're they're in trouble. Right. And I and I think like, like I looked at the numbers before. I think last year he had like a 909. Um, the year before he had a nine one. No, no, sorry. Yeah, a 909. The year before he had a nine one nine. And then the year before that had also had a nine oh nine. But again, health was an issue. I think it's some, something like that. And it's like I don't know where you're expecting to go with goal, with that 909 goaltending. Like you need something more. And like, like we're we're talking about like you know Eric Carlson on defense. Like, are they a good defensive team? Are they gonna have to rely on Tristan Jari to save them? And if that's the case, can Tristan Jari Jari do that? I don't know. So if they're gonna if they're accepting the fact they're gonna be allowing a lot of goals, okay, well, then are they scoring goals? You still have Crosby. Is Malkin going to take a step back? Who knows. It you know is Chris Letang going to take a step back? Is Eric Carlson going to be a hundred a hundred point defenseman? Are they going to have to rely on like players to come out of nowhere? Like I don't even know who else they added. I think I remember they they got like Noel Chari. Um, I think they still have um Lars Eller's on that team now
2: too. Mm-hmm.
3: R- oh, Riley wow,
2: Smith. Riley Smith that is another player they added. Okay. They have some forward depth. Yeah, and Genzel Just...
3: starting the season on. Ir
2: yeah, he
1: and you don't hurt. know what like, he's gonna look
3: like coming up back from that ankle injury.
1: Mm-hmm. It's gonna be difficult, I fight. but also
2: they have and and I'll throw this to you, Sam. But like they they have Sidney Crosby, who is like 36 years old, and is still playing at an elite level. And did anyone do anyone know how many points Sidney Crosby had last year? Take a guess how many points he had last year in 82 games. Didn't he have like 83? You so you say so Omar, you say 83. Avery, what's yeah. your guess? they had 85 sam what's your guess
3: 87
2: oh, nice. in 82 <laughs> games last year Sidney crosby scored 33 goals and had 93 points he had a near 100 point season sydney okay. crosby is still really good mm-hmm. he's still That's excellent crazy he's yeah. an excellent player sydney crosby is 36 years old mm-hmm. and that is basically why the Pittsburgh Penguins are in the situation that they are in right now Uh, to hell with rebuilding the uh, one of the greatest players who has ever played for your franchise is still playing at an elite level as are uh, of getting Malcolm to a point and Chris Letang who in spite of his health issues is still is still playing at a high level and wow I did not know Sidney Crosby was exactly two (laughs) weeks older than Sam what a seamless Nothing else that just got dropped <laughs> the chat. wow i, I did wow. not know seamless. that
4: what the heck is going on what that was an, an age seamless? reveal an age
2: reveal live on the podcast i know I i've like know literally that. never told
3: anyone <laughs> that on no Twitter. what
2: really i wouldn't
1: Are have guessed serious? any consolation
3: i
2: yeah. would have never guessed at <laughs> okay. all yeah what hey man look Damn, you should <laughs> sign in Pittsburgh. <laughs> Hey man, look, yeah, yeah, might, yeah you, you might get a second. You might be a second line forward on that team, right? Easily. Yeah, look, tell you what, man, um, between, a, between Sam and all three of us, man, we are the best in terms of age. You would probably never guess any of our ages. That's true. That's true. That's true. Anyway, uh, Omar, you go ahead. That was a bad yeah. joke that cut off a really good point. <laughs> I am sure it was say, be like, good. Point.
1: Like, you, like you mentioned, like you know, Crosby being a leaf for sure, but like, is the rest of the team? And if they're not, is that enough?
3: I I look at that roster and I think, man, this would have been a, like, really dominant team, like, six years ago. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I think when I look at the roster.
2: Yeah. Especially if they still had Jeff Carter or something. And it's
3: like, it's not that they're not good. It's just relative to all the other teams you've named. Like, it's not a, it's kind of like, I wouldn't be surprised if they were good, but I also wouldn't be surprised if they weren't good.
2: Their youngest yeah?
1: forward is 25, and I've uh, I've never
2: heard I've never heard his name before. What's Drew their name? O-
1: Drew O'Connor.
2: Yeah, he's been, he's he's mm-hmm. he's bounced around before. I want to say he was in Buffalo at some point, but maybe I'm wrong. But I've heard that name, yeah. Drew O'Connor, before. Actually, he might not have yeah. been in Buffalo. Was he in Colorado at one point? I don't remember. Uh, no, he was always a Pittsburgh Penguin. I'm I just have no, really? have no idea about Drew O'Connor. But even Sorry. still, like he only had like he
1: only put up like five goals, eleven points, and forty six games. Like, like I don't know. Like, are you are you hoping that he you no know, comes out offensively? But like again, it, it seems like they're gonna have to rely on the people who have done it. And, and the question is, can they still do it to that effect, where they can beat out these other teams in the metro metropolitan division? Like maybe you know, Julian um, like, Can they? Are they better than the Rangers? Are they better than Carolina? Are they better than the Doubles? The Islanders, the Islanders are still there. The Islanders. And are they better than Ilya Sorokin? Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's a goalie that can get you into the playoffs. Like, he might be the best goalie stop. in that division. Not even close. So it's like, I don't I don't know, man. Like, I can see Pittsburgh being a team that just throws everything, all all prospects picks like out the window. Ahead, ahead of them, ahead of the deadline, whether they're in a playoff spot or close to it, because like that's pretty much like what you're telling the fan base, right? Like, okay, like we're gonna run this out for with the with this core for the next like three, four years,
2: and then well, at least on purpose, but you know, yeah, at least. So for, forgive me, forgive me, Omar. I still can't believe S- Sidney Crosby and Sam are like the same age. I still can't believe that. That's such a yeah. I did, I that completely I little... messed up my brain. Okay, let's yeah. move on from the Pittsburgh <laughs> Penguins uh, to uh, a team that we love to talk about on this show, Chicago, and the fact that they have a Connor Bedard. Yay! In all seriousness, though, Connor Bedard has looked really good in rookie camp. He's looked really good listen... in preseason. He is looking mm. incredible. Uh, listen, Omar, to are you me, okay? say something. Listen, listen Go to ahead.
1: me. Who the, the the agent of the goalie? Who was in that that rookie tournament, that prospect tournament? Tournament should sue. That that goal is not fair. He should not have been in that position to try to stop that. To like it, it's it's this is not fair. It's like like you're watching him play preseason whatever, and a lot of people are getting mad that like the NHL accounts are showing off, you know, young talent for the future, but like people are getting mad about that. Yeah, I don't get it.
2: I what? Don't know. I've like, never Haha. seen that. What are you talking
1: about? It's like we'll David McDavid does this all the time, but he scores. I'm like, okay, cool. It's still a cool move.
2: Like are they calling it glazing? Have you guys heard of that term glazing? No. Are, like people do that now where like if a team like a team account or like a league account talks a lot about an athlete or a player and they overdo it, that they, they say, Oh, you're glazing, like you're just like talking a lot. About huh. this person, I don't know why they call it blazing. Okay. It's just, it is what That's it true. is. Weird. I've never like, know. I've seen it in baseball a lot, but like, I don't know why it's a thing for sports. I don't know. Huh?
1: So the first overall right. pick last year is doing cool things. Wow. Yeah.
2: Oh no. Why should oh, we no. talk about him? Why what? should we over obsess over Connor Bedard? So backwards. Anyway, uh... um, what are reasonable expectations for this guy? Is it is it too soon to already consider him? A top 50 player in this league? And uh,
1: I mean, I yeah. don't know. I, <laughs> here we go.
4: He hasn't played a game yet. He hasn't played a game that matters yet. How can you put him in the top 50 against guys who played in the NHL? Wait a bit before you put him in the top 50. Like, there are guys who are worthy of being that list. Connor Bedard is not there yet. He, it's absurd to put him in that list yet. We played zero NHL games for points.
2: What about the mm. tantalizing ability? What about the fact that he, that he's shown that if you put him in an HL lineup, there could be something. What about the I, the hypothetical world? Is that not enough to put him and consider him a top fifty player? Okay. I what don't if you're know. just you getting can... ahead of things? You could be just getting yeah, yeah, ahead sure. of things. Yeah, sure. And then
1: then you can make me coach Team Canada and put me in the Hockey Hall of Fame. Like it if is, you're doing, like...
2: <laughs> if you guys have done fancy hockey drafts, are you guys going to pass on Connor Bedard because he didn't play an HL game? No, but that's a different conversation. No, no. <laughs> then why is it ridiculous?
1: It's a different to conversation.
3: already. Why is it? I don't know. That- well, because when you're building 50- a fantasy hockey team, especially if you're in a keeper league, your considerations are not like we're the best fifty players in the league. Like you're hopefully, hopefully putting some more thought into mm-hmm. planning your team than that. That's true. I probably should
2: have done that with my fantasy team. I don't know. I I think I think Cotter has shown enough talent, and look, anything can happen. Uh, I don't Mm -hmm. know if he's in all seriousness. I don't know if he's going to be a fifty goal scorer off the off the hop, but like, it would be really cool if he was. It would be really cool if he was. That I refuse to say anything
3: positive about the Chicago Blackhawks. So
2: yeah, well, that's that's absolutely fair. That's absolutely fair. I hope uh, for so many. (laughs) Yeah, jeez, I was gonna go that far,
3: jeez. Good Lord. I don't know. I I feel like I, I think like until they trade him, and then he can like,
2: yeah, you know, yeah, he can, yeah, and then he could thrive in like Pittsburgh <laughs> or something.
1: That would man, man. <laughs> <it's>, <laughs> I just mentioned a random city. I just mentioned a random city. Watch, Crosby's gonna retire, and then Pittsburgh's gonna win the draft lottery. He's gonna be like, 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 like M- Connor McDavid and Matthews. Like did the fusion dance, like Connor Matthews oh from like, I don't know. Florida, somewhere in Florida, and it's just like like the perfect combination of like speed and goal scoring, and then he's gonna go right to right to Pittsburgh, and we're just gonna watch and it's like, Oh, awesome! How convenient that their generational player retired and now they have another one. Awesome, that's great. That's so sick. Yeah,
2: it's not like it's never happened before where they had a generational player retire, and then they almost immediately got a generational player. Yeah, the ducks so man, it.
1: the ducks got screwed. I'm sorry. The 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 hockey they played. I, I, the hockey they played last year was yes. abysmal they deserved him they deserved it
2: Deserved nothing to do with him man please the please. ping pong balls bounce wherever they bounce man what do you what else are you supposed to do we don't live in a world where if you have the worst record you are guaranteed the player like it is what it is like and it's not as if Anaheim, I mean, look, they got Bobby Ryan in the Crosby draft. They they took Leo Carlson when maybe they should have taken Adam Fantilli, but that's none of my business. I'm not about to cry poor on the Anaheim Ducks. They have a promising young core with young players especially right now. Uh the good thing they signed Trevor Zegras. They'll they'll figure it out. They'll figure it out. Mm-hmm. I'm not about to cry poor on the Anaheim Ducks. They'll find yeah. a way to get players to play there and develop them and maybe turn into a good team one day. Like it's, it's we, it's going to revisit be this in like five years.
3: You want to oh, see the email that I had to get three days ago?
2: Sure. Oh, Oh, Oh. Uh, okay. Uh-oh. So for those who have not seen it, uh, see it January. Okay. January, January 22nd. 22nd. Yeah.
1: The
3: subject line is Bedard is coming to town. <laughs>
1: Oh, you know, to me the, from can the, canuck, Canucks. the Canucks. The The
2: fumbled up
3: and it's like, why?
2: No. Why do the Why Vancouver are you doing canuck- this to me? Why? I. So- this it is not the way make- I
3: wanted him to come to town. This is like the worst way he could have come into town.
4: <laughs> Coming. Yeah. Not. Not only. Not as. Not as. Not as a Canucks. As a hawk of all teams to come back to back. all with. teams.
2: <laughs> mm-hmm. I
4: mean, it stinks. I mean, I want him. I want him in Arizona because Twitter would have lost their dang mind. and I'd have been like, ha, ah, yes, Arizona, here we go." But hey, Logan Cooley, though that boy, nice.
2: That boy, Logan sick. Cooley, man. Whoa. Logan Whoa. Whoa. not being Logan Cooley, enough. the best prospect in the world. According okay, to the episode, that, that was also also <laughs> Logan Cooley has the best goal of preseason. Yeah, we've fact. we've lost our mo- we forgot about that because we were we were sleeping. <laughs> and yeah. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, it's true. This is, this man he be ruined the Kings in another on the other side of the world. What like the know? world, honestly, yeah. But I, I think like it's a good transition guy. I, I don't think I don't I don't know. I feel like Logan Cooley's not being talked about as um as much. Should be. I don't know if he is. Um, I think the only reason, like, I really started, th- I really started thinking about Logan Cooley recently. And this is not a shot. This is not a shot. But Habs fans are upset. Have you guys seen this?
2: Oh yeah. Habs, fan- Habs, Habs fans. fans are in a- have been upset all all summer. They Habs pissed. fans
1: are are watching your eye, and they're like, mm, maybe we fumbled. Canadians and I'm like, fans.
2: Man, I don't know. Uh- like. I don't know. It's too soon yeah. to tell. I think. I, I think, think depending on who you too, talk yeah. to, with 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 Montreal Canadiens fans, they might have a more favorable look on Uri Slivkovsky, who they took first overall in that draft. Uh, the one thing that I laughed about with Canadians fans, mm-hmm. Canadians fans were more concerned about Matt Faye Mitchkov's usage in the KHL than Philadelphia Flyers fans, you know, the team that actually got mm-hmm. to draft him. That made me laugh.
1: Yeah, Well, Ryan we is not like this. bad. Like like I don't know, like I I think he looked I think he looked good in camp. I think he looked good in, good in the um in the preseason like he'll, he'll yeah. become a good a good NHL defenseman, but like the the Uri draft. You know, you're like you look you look at that top five, and it's like, yeah, I forgot who else was in that draft. You know, you know who else was in that draft? Shane Wright was yeah. in that draft. Mr. Logan Cooley.
2: Logan Cooley was in that draft. Was. Simon Nemitz was in that draft. Mm. I mm. mean, I mean the mm. Canadians, they they did come away with the center from that draft. They they got Kirby Doc. He's, he's, he's got better. I don't know. To your point. To your point. Canadians fans are very upset because right yep. now they've accumulated all these good prospects and players, yeah. but th- the same problem that has eluded them for so long remains there. They do not you know, have you know enough when I knew it was, elite level talent.
1: You know why I know. You know when I knew it was bad.
2: When? When
1: they started genuinely, like no sarcasm at all. They genuinely were saying that Leafs prospects looked better. When I saw that, I was like, did you damn. see that
2: tweet from that? Half I was fan like, TV yeah, guy I was like, was I like, saw that. And I was the like, Canadians don't have a player like Matthew. Nye. I was like, yo, what the hell is going they on? They are upset. I'm like, if they're going to, if they're, they're and, and
1: the comments, like, oh, I hate to admit it. I'm like, damn, I'm like, what, what the, the hell is going on? Is, what is happened? I was shocked. So when I saw it I was like, man, the Uri, I don't know, negativity is like is growing but I don't know maybe maybe they rushed him who knows I don't
2: know I mean I don't know like I mean who's the last first I'm sure it's happened who's the last mm-hmm. first overall pick you could think of who instead of him being rushed to the lineup right away they let him just cook in the AHL or some other league oh. And, oh, then, and, power. and then Howard brought him I guess Owen Power right would away. probably be yeah. it, but even then, bat- then, that's she not something again. that happens all that often. Yeah, and exactly. I, I guess they, the Canadians, ultimately, they saw a player with the size and ability. They saw a player that they felt had a higher like ceiling, and they were like, mm-hmm. okay, they need to take advantage of that because, again, they, they need that elite-level talent. It might take a time for them to get there, but if mm-hmm. it does not work with Uri Slavkovsky, man, it's going to be painful for that organization. Same one that at the beginning, it looked good. They were rebuilding. Remember, rebuild was a very nasty word in the parts of Montreal. But now, yeah. now a lot of people are, I don't want to say they're starting to get overwhelmingly impatient, but they're starting to look out into the distance and wondering where that end is. When can they mm-hmm. start getting excited about their team? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I I didn't expect to bring up eye, Slavkovsky in, uh, in his own time, but uh, we yeah. might have to take an eye on uh, the Montreal Canadiens and the development mm-hmm. of players, something that has been a contention point for a lot of people in that market. Uh, I got one other thing I want to bring up before we wrap up today. Uh, Tampa Bay, uh, the juggernaut. That is the Tampa Bay lightning. Uh, congratulations to the Leafs, by the way, on uh, being them in the first round. That's a great memory for you guys. That was really fun. It oh, was a great series. Yeah, <laughs> it was
1: so great. And then, and then, you know, what happened next? That, that, wow. that was awesome. That was cool. They went on to listen. Okay, I'm sorry. Rants. Okay, so
2: so I'm here. Oh my god! Wait, 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 sing. wait, wait, wait. Yeah. Wait. Yeah. Is this the is this Omar. the first real rant from Omar this year? This is the first it real rant. Be. It might be. Oh so my god! I, Everyone get to do whatever you want to do while he rants.
1: Mute. So so like yourselves. I'm hearing people say that like oh again again like oh oh the Atlantic is wide open. The, the Leafs can win it, and it would be important if they win the division because they can guarantee home ice advantage in the playoffs, right? How did that help last, last year when they had home ice against against Florida? And then what happened? They lost both games at home, could not score any goals whatsoever. So you know what? So 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 now I'm seeing Tampa, right? And everyone's like, oh oh wow, like like Tampa's gonna have gonna have a, a, a rough start because because Vasilevsky's gone. Like, ha- have we not seen this happen before? So like, ah. anyway, okay, rant over.
2: You guys suck. <laughs> hey, I, was,
1: I, was I was
3: way audience. shorter than i thought it would be you, oh, yeah you know, I, expect, I, I,
2: I was, I was waiting for do... you to go off for a little bit longer
1: yeah uh, I, I was trying to be mindful of time and also you know it, it's still it's still Twitter clearly it's we're like still in preseason full... here yeah that was a preseason one you know we'll, we'll see what happens in like i don't know november or something when like yeah.
2: Anyway, Andre Vasilevsky out for the next two months with a back injury. Uh, Jonas Johansson is the only goalie right now. I mean, depending on uh, when you get this, maybe they finally get a goalie on waivers. Maybe uh, Alan Walsh's phone uh, gets called for Yaroslav Halak. Maybe it's some other goalie that they end up signing or trading for. Uh, I believe Leafs fans were wondering if Martin Jones would be a casualty as a result of this.
1: He's gone. He's gone. He's gone. I've accepted it. You've already resigned to the fact yeah, of he's... losing
2: Martin Jones.
1: I saw that tweet. I'm like, he's Martin Jones is gone. I'll, there might have been a chance he could he could sneak through.
2: Gone, done. Do you think the Lightning could survive not having Andre Vasilevsky for two months, Sam? Do you think this team is still going to be able to make it work?
3: Yes. <laughs> Straight yeah. up, but not not fully convinced. This isn't just another cap maneuver. Oh,
2: oh whoa, 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 whoa. Conspiracy theory time. I mean
3: oh I just feel like that's a really Tampa Bay thing to do.
4: I mean wow. I mean this team has done it, this team has done it once, twice. It wouldn't shock me for a third time. They're literally just (laughs) cycling through their report.
3: They like it's like they had a deal, like each of us sits out a year.
1: (laughs) I mean, that's a that's okay. But like let's honestly think about that, right? does tampa care if they end up making the playoffs as a wild card no
2: no no so they're they're
1: the they're the definition of the regular season doesn't matter so if they lose a whole bunch of games but still like have a hot run at the end and make it in by like a point or like a point or two then like who cares that's sam honestly that uh yeah yeah that's that, that makes so much sense because what that's like what nine and a half off the book oh you can do a lot of nine
2: and a half million then. Yeah, but like, I mean, you know, nine and a half, I mean, you still have to put him back. It's not like Tampa has all that space. Uh, well, right? in the playoffs. In the playoffs. Playoffs, yeah. They could drop him. Okay, but him, like Audrey like, like Vasilevsky's not going to sit out a whole regular yeah, season him. here. Come on. But what, well, what if he does? Yeah, but if they do that, then they have to account for the fact they have no goaltending. Okay. Look up Jonas Johansson's stats. Score. 7-5. You- just win.
1: 7-5, 6-3, 5-1. Like, just this <laughs> this goals. No, no defense. I mean, the Tampa go 80s, 80s Oilers just goal, goal, goal.
2: Look, <laughs> that's it. I, I, I want a shirt that says you don't need the goalie; you need a goalie to get you to the playoffs. We could find a that's way it. to shorten that. I am the biggest yeah. fan of that saying. But like a whole, like if it gets to a point where Tampa is really going to do shenanigans and be like, you know what, we're just going to keep Vasilevsky for the playoffs, which are in you know a six months from now, whenever that is. Come on, y'all! Tampa Bay's not going to be able to survive with Jonas Johansson and Martin Jones. No well, Why?
1: Why wouldn't they though? Like again, Julian. Like every year, you every need year to
2: get, you need people to get you two but,
1: but every year, a goalie comes out of nowhere. Vegas yeah, in the had five. Vegas had five goalies last year. You're telling me Tampa can't find someone to come out of nowhere and get them in Martin Jones. A lot of a lot of Seattle Kraken fans say the reason they made the playoffs is because of Jones.
2: This is Martin Jones? Yes, yes. If that's Jones true. is
1: on the team, I think they're fine. It's not ideal, but I think they'll be fine.
2: Look, yeah, I you know what? I, mm-hmm, interesting. I, I don't know. Look, look, I'm not. You know what? I don't know. We have to. I have to do proper yeah. prognostications on who's going to make it and who's <laughs> not going to make it. But like. I don't know. It's hard for me to count Tampa Bay, but that's a lot. If those guys have had a lot of mileage on them, man, over these last few years. They're, I hope they took advantage of that offseason, which is a lot longer than they've normally had, not since that year they were embarrassed by Columbus. you guys remember that? They lost. They had like the, they were like the best team, and they lost to Columbus. It remember that? It's such a distant memory, and they did possibly everything they could to make us forget about that. So that's, it's been that long since they've had that much of a break after a playoff series. I hope for the sake of those guys that they were able to rest up. And also it's not the same teams as before with the depth on the second, third line, they still have some good, decent pieces in and around the lineup, but it's not the same. Mm -hmm. And I I think they're at the very least going to take a hit, but to your point, yes, they don't, they don't need to win the division. That's that they could care less about that. As long as they get in, even as a wild card, they'll be fine. We'll see how that goes. Mm -hmm. Uh, Anyone else want to add anything on that before uh, we wrap up the first edition of season four of zone time
1: now's the time yeah. to do it i can't wait to watch tampa beat us like seven <laughs> one i I'm pretty i'm pretty wow. sure we faced. i'm pretty sure we faced like we're like the the fifth or sixth game against them they're gonna destroy us
0: I that game is a so that game is optimistic. a lot
1: no you see what surgeritev said come on we're gonna freaking that, that game is that game's gonna be bad no badar is gonna get a hat trick against us like i've already i've already like i'm mentally preparing to, to watch it where like, is your hope, man? It's what? Where's your hope? My, my what? <laughs> your hope? Yeah.
2: What is this? Why are you being so negative? <laughs> Why am I being so negative? The Leafs have have Ryan Reeves, Max Domi's on the team now. Tyler Bertuzzi, Brad True living's their general manager. They did some good stuff this offseason. You know, honestly, honestly, okay.
1: Brad, Brad is he's not at golden Durag territory. Whoa. Like, he's Brad True living has done some things where I'm like. And again, a lot of these fans are like, "Oh, the Ryan Reeves contract sucks." I'm like, "Yeah," but I'm um, I'm listen. Poor Matthew Nye has got rock bottomed in the playoffs, and no one did anything. I, I I'm tired. I'm done. G- get get whoever you need to get. This ah go. Hopefully, I don't know. We'll see. Okay. I don't know. Maybe Hopefully... I'll, I'll look. Maybe I'll look back on this in like
2: May or June. Yeah. Maybe, yeah, maybe look, the Leafs could put themselves in a position where they win two rounds this year. That's gonna be incredible if they do that.
1: I have to be careful what I say, man. Remember how I kept saying, remember how I kept saying just, just win one round and I'm good? And then they won one yeah. round and they got freaking we, we, stopped. <laughs> yeah. Do you recall that, yeah, yeah, yeah that, that. that was a tough one. Now that, that's a uh, uh, that's bit, a cool take expose for sure. Bitchy
2: in your ass. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
1: i watched that i watched that loss in tears was like damn, damn all that all that just just for five games huh okay
2: Jeez. well uh next week we'll we'll try to get some pre- uh some predictions out for the upcoming season we'll try to make something work with that but i'm glad we were able to get this episode off we dusted some cobwebs and yeah. uh you know we'll we'll get out of preseason form soon enough uh, we'll be back with a brand new episode of zone time next week subscribe to the podcast however you listen to podcasts and uh yeah we'll be back next week